Welcome to the Doc Washburn Show, the show that talks about what you actually care about. We often stream live at noon Eastern or 11 a.m. Central weekdays at docwashburnshow.com unless there's some sort of campaign event going on because I'm running for governor of Arkansas. And then we get to it as soon as we can. Minutes after each live stream is completed, the Doc Washburn Show podcast is available for download at all your favorite podcast platforms. The Doc Washburn Show is on Twitter and Facebook. You can email us at contact at docwashburnshow.com. This is episode 106 of the all-new Doc Washburn Show. It's Friday, March 11th, 2022. Coming up, story after story, the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about, and the spiritual warfare behind the stories. But first, yes, I was fired by one of the biggest radio companies in America, Cumulus Media, simply because I refused their vaccine mandate. Yes, it's obvious the last U.S. presidential election was stolen. No, my old employer wouldn't allow me to say that on the radio. And yes, there's all kinds of evidence out there that a lot of people are having serious negative reactions to the vaccines. And yes, we must keep the January 6th political prisoners in our prayers. So this is a really different kind of talk show. We're unmasked, uncensored, and unfiltered. If you'd like to support what we do, go to our website, docwashburnshow.com, and click on the button that says Become a Patron. Now, if you would like to support my campaign for the Republican nomination for governor of Arkansas, go to our website, electdocwashburn.com. We finally have push cards in a few days. God willing, we'll have yard signs, and there's a lot more to come. A lot more to come. I guess I should tell you where uh, where I'm going to be soon. Oh, and somebody just uh, gave me a comment on the on the Podbean app. Said, "Hey, hey, hey, Doc, don't forget the Doc Washman for Governor page on MeWe." All righty. All righty, sure won't. Okay, so gun owners of Arkansas, Saturday, going to be meeting around 12 or 1230 at the, uh, at the Wood Fire Grill in Benton, Arkansas. I'll be there for a few minutes. Let's see, what else we got going on? Oh, 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 oh. Coming up on the show here, coming up on the show here at 11 a.m. Central Wednesday, we're going to do the show on time probably for four days in a row next week. Al Martin and Dayton Myers are going to be on to talk about Article, pardon me, Amendment 28, the 28th Amendment, which would allow for the removal, the recall of a president and, and vice president simultaneously. And since it's obvious that Dementia Joe and Cackling Kamala and whoever pulls their strings are trying to destroy this country, destroy our way of life, this is something that really needs our attention. So that is coming up on Wednesday, March 16th. Thursday, March 17th, I'll be at uh, Faulkner County Conservatives Freedom Rally, Larry's Pizza in Conway, Arkansas, 5 p.m. Thursday, March 17th. 
Uh, we have a, an actual radio interview coming up on Friday, March 18th in Jonesboro, at KLEK FM up in Jonesboro. Consult your local listings. And then I plan to be at the Jonquil Festival at the historic Washington State Park in Washington, Arkansas, all day long on Saturday the 19th. Coming up Monday, the 21st of March, Washita County Republican Committee meeting, 6 o'clock that Monday. And then delighted to be speaking to the Benton County Republican Party on the evening of Tuesday, March 22nd, and uh, doing an interview with Conduit News that afternoon also. So a lot of stuff coming up. A lot of stuff coming up. Now, I want to play for you about a minute of one of the most remarkable things I've ever heard in the secular media. It's a guy named James Poulos. He apparently is an author. I know nothing about the guy, but um, Tucker Carlson has a clip of James Poulos from Tucker's Fox Nation show. And he makes a point that I think a lot of us, it will resonate with a lot of us. And it'll kind of be a springboard for some things I've been talking about lately. So here is one minute of James Poulos, a clip that Tucker put out there to try to uh, get people interested in his show on Fox Nation. And, and uh, I think this really, uh, this really does it. Where do we look for answers about who we are, about why we should bother? Well, these are these ultimate questions, you know, have theological answers. And so the advent of digital technology is returning to people the sort of perception, the understanding, the sensibility that reality is fundamentally theological. You gotta be worshiping something, you gotta have a theology. What's it gonna be? And that is why we're in a state of spiritual war. And as that spiritual conflict is playing out, you know, we've got political conflict too. And those things are starting to sync up in a way that, you know, sort of secular life, that's not supposed to happen that way. So people are resistant to feeling like that's the way it's going to happen. But look around you. we got a digital civil war going on. we got people with deep-seated differences, fundamental differences, different wagers about the meaning of life and why we're here. And those different wagers are coming into conflict. And so it's this kind of, there's a wrestling match going on right now in America. For control of the technology, yes, but also for control of our souls. Got that? Okay, now hold that thought, and I'll come back to the connection. Don't go anywhere. Hold that thought, and I'll come back to the connection, because I looked at uh, James Poulos' account on Twitter, and... He's got some fascinating things going on there. And I got a lot of tabs open on the old PC. But I'm going to find him. Oh, oh, no, it was on my phone? Okay. All right. 
on my phone. So that's why I couldn't find it on the PC. Yeah, let's check the phone. So he links to YouTube announcing, they say our community guidelines prohibit content denying, minimizing, or trivializing well-documented violent events. We're now removing content about Russia's invasion in Ukraine that violates this policy. In line with that, we're also now blocking access to YouTube channels associated with Russian state-funded media globally, expanding from across Europe. This change is effective immediately, and we expect our systems to take time to ramp up. Since our last update, our teams have now removed more than 1,000 channels, over 15,000 videos, for violating not only our hate speech policy, but also our policies around misinformation, graphic content, and more. Our systems are also connecting people to trusted news sources. Oh, really? So far, our breaking news and top news shelves on our homepage have received more than 17 million views in Ukraine. In addition, we recently paused all YouTube ads in Russia. We've now extended this to all of the ways to monetize on our platform in Russia. Our teams continue to closely monitor the situation and are ready to take further action. We'll continue to share updates as they become available. So, Glenn Greenwald, the reporter, Glenn Greenwald says, full-scale global censorship regime from Google, which of course owns YouTube, breezily announced in these tweets, this war is being exploited to implement a scheme of information control previously unseen in the West that is not going anywhere once this war is over. Decide for yourself if you're comfortable. And James Poulos, the guy whose voice you just heard, calls it Gugenics. Gugenics. And he also has a little picture of a a button with a guy, just a little stick figure of a guy, and it says, I support the current thing. I support the current thing. You know how I used to joke on my uh, local talk radio show for people who have heard that? And I said that uh, COVID cured the flu because hardly anybody died of the flu when the, when the China virus, the Wu flu, kicked in. Well, now it looks like Ukraine has uh, cured the COVID. Where's Fauci? Nowhere to be seen. Nowhere to be seen. They just uh, try to use Ukraine, among other things, it's horrible what's going on there. Don't don't get me wrong. But among other things, they're trying to use Ukraine to distract us from the fact that they realize that the polls are so bad about the way they've been dealing with the Wu flu. They just pretend like it's all gone, you know? It's all gone. So let me tell you what happened yesterday. Um, I spoke Thursday at lunchtime at the Pulaski County Republican Women's Club. And their chaplain said, well, she uh, shared a verse, a verse or two from Ephesians 6, 12 and 13. 
For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand firm. And so, I talked about the fact that our state legislature in Arkansas, led by State Representative Robin Lundstrom and State Senator Alan Clark, passed a bill that would have made it illegal to give uh, children puberty blockers, you know, the chemical castration that sterilizes them. And Walmart didn't like that, so the Republican governor of Arkansas vetoed the bill and said that it's wrong to keep children who haven't even hit puberty yet from transitioning their gender. I said, that's evil. That's evil. You know, there's another place in the Bible that says, "Have take no part in the evil schemes of men, but rather expose them. Know what I'm saying? A lot of this going on, y'all. There's a spiritual component to so many of the stories that we deal with. Now, the United States Department of State this week says the United States does not have chemical and biological weapon labs in Ukraine. The great reporter, Laura Logan, said, wait a minute, here's a list of Ukraine biolabs removed by the U.S. Embassy, previously disclosed the locations, details of these labs, and the series of PDF files online on February 26, 2022. The the official embassy website shut down the links to all 15 bioweapons labs. Then... Thursday evening, Reuters, big new international news agency, announced the World Health Organization advised Ukraine to destroy pathogens in so-called health labs to prevent any potential spills into the population. Okay. Okay. Sound like the World Health Organization just proved that the U.S. State Department is lying. You know what I'm saying? Now, the great Michael Tracy, roving journalist, has a thread from Thursday afternoon saying the big agenda item of the Senate Republicans Thursday was to demand that Biden stop dithering and send the fighter jets immediately. If there's any positive development to emerge from this debacle, It's the final proof that the GOP, at least in Congress, is absolutely incorrigible and worthless on foreign policy. He says, by the way, Josh Hawley, Missouri, signed the letter making this demand so any national conservative types still under the the illusion that Hawley is some kind of bold, orthodoxy-challenging thinker can drop that act. And somebody said uh, Rubio didn't sign it, and... Michael Tracy said, what? Yes, he did. His signature is right 
above Hawley's. Ted Cruz also signed. Not a great performance for National Conservatism Conference 2021 speakers. And he has the poster of the speakers at the National Conservatism Conservatism Conference, which was in Orlando October 31st through November 2nd, 2021, including Josh Hawley, Marco Rubio, and Ted Cruz. So, just so you know, just about everybody in Congress voted to shut off to shut off oil imports from Russia, right? Because, I mean, gas at the pump is not nearly high enough. And you're saying, Badak, 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 wait, wait, wait. Putin is horrible. He's a monster. He's a murderer. He's killing people in Ukraine. Right? That's bad. If we wanted to really hurt his economy, we would open back up the oil and gas exploration here, but they're not going to do that. And in the meantime, in the meantime, the Biden administration looks the other way while Russia is helping to negotiate the Iran nuke deal that we're not even allowed in the room for. Don't say, Holmes. Just, uh, so we're shutting down everything with Russia. We're shutting down, oh, MasterCard and Visa said, "Uh, uh, uh-uh-uh, no more Russia. No more Russia. China said, hey, we got something just like that. Come on. Come on, Vlad. Sign up with us. Y'all have any idea what happens uh, if the U.S. dollar is no longer the reserve trade currency of this globe and we're $30 trillion in debt and people start calling the debts in? Uh, look. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I don't want you all to ever say, Doc, why didn't you warn us? Doc, why didn't you tell us? So I'm just trying to get it out there for you. I'm putting it out there on a silver platter. You know what I'm saying? All right, so let me give you a little bit more. And you wonder, you wonder why I say on my website, electdocwashburn.com, that you like me, Governor, not only are we going to put the curriculum that kids are taught in public school from K through 12 on on the computer, but, but also going to have closed-circuit security cameras in every classroom, point at the teacher. I was talking to a gentleman today. I ran into a Wayback Burgers in Little Rock. And he noticed my uh, my push card. He said, wait, this you? You running for governor? I said, yes, sir. He said, why should I vote for you? That's one of the issues I brought up. 
about the cameras in the classroom. I said, look, you and I have both seen viral videos, and, you know, no doubt there are plenty of good teachers in Arkansas, but I don't know how many bad teachers there are. We've all, all seen viral videos. A kid has a smartphone, he's surreptitiously videotaping a teacher who's just being totally out of control, doing totally wrong things, saying totally wrong things, right? How many times have we missed that because the kid didn't get the smartphone recording the teacher undercover in time? But the ones that caught them, they wound up on World Star Hip Hop or YouTube or something, whatever. I talked to him about the fact we're overtaxed. $1.2 billion tax surplus. We got got to get rid of the personal income tax, make it easier for middle-class folks and poor folks to live. But you want to you talk about some inappropriate stuff going in some classrooms. Public school teacher. I can't tell whether it's a man pretending to be a woman or a woman pretending to be a man, but he or she, as the case may be, is all torn up over what? Being misgendered. And it went something like this. I usually love my job, but lately... The one driver that doesn't listen just constantly misgenders me. This person's pretty much made it so I hate going to work. I freaking hate it right now. And I love my job. I usually love my job. I love working with these kids. I love doing it. There's only 20 more days left in the school year. Like, school days left for me to work. And I'm just like, every day I'm trying to convince myself that... I can do it. It's just, it's just go through the day. <laughs> I'm tired of getting misgendered and ignored all the time by her. She doesn't listen. I correct her all the time, and she just doesn't listen. Okay, now this person has some serious mental issues and needs serious counseling, but not according to our society. The problem is not for a man pretending to be a woman or a woman pretending to be a man. The problem, according to our society, is the folks who won't go along with the lie because they're bullies. So this person is not going to be able to resolve the issue because he or she, as the case may be, and I, I couldn't figure it out from the video. Usually you can. I couldn't figure it out from the video. Because this person, you know, it's not socially acceptable to tell a person what the problem is. You know? You get canceled if you do that. So this freak is working with kids. It's got to stop. Got to stop. I just, I don't think there's room in this country for folks who want to stay normal and folks who insist on shoving their aberrant lifestyle down our throat. It just isn't. 
There just isn't. So who's in charge? It's definitely not this guy who I will never call president. The big reason for inflation is Vladimir Putin. From the moment he put his over 150,000 troops on the Ukrainian border, the price of gasoline in January went up 75 cents. And Putin began amassing troops along the border, and guess what? The world took notice. And those of you who work in the business know that the market anticipated. The price went up more. And then Putin invaded. Make no mistake, inflation is largely the fault of Putin. I love, you know, the Republic saying it's Biden's gas pipeline. By Biden said he's going to stop the Keystone pipeline, and I did. And that's the reason prices went up. Folks, let's get something straight here. The Keystone pipeline was two years away. It had been 2% finished. Give me a break. Give me a break. He lies about all kinds of stuff. Gas prices going through the roof before Putin did anything. Keeps going through the roof because the oil and gas companies have to read the tea leaves. I told you this before. Now, is it the dementia or is it the evil? Because Joe Biden has always been evil. Lindsey Graham's evil too because I played you the audio yesterday, Lindsey Graham saying Joe Biden's a salt to the earth. You won't make, meet a nicer person. Lindsey Graham's evil too. And they try to primary Lindsey Graham every six years. It's a shame it didn't quite work out in 2014. Lindsey Graham, I don't know if you know about this. Lindsey Graham, as an incumbent Republican senator running for re-election in a Republican primary, in 2014, only got 54% of the vote. But that's all he needed. If he'd been one vote under 50%, there would have been a runoff, and he would no longer be senior senator from South Carolina. Anyway. Anyway, Biden's evil. Biden's always been evil. Way before the dementia kicked in, Biden was evil. And he likes rubbing our face in it. Never forget what we've accomplished together so far. And by the way, the American people just trying to stay above water don't understand this. You tell them what the American Recovery Act was, they look at you like, what are you talking about? Because it's irrelevant. Because gas prices are through the roof. Inflation is through the roof. Oh, oh, I don't know if y'all know. Guess where a whole lot of the fertilizer that farmers in America use comes from Russia. Guess who's threatening to cut us off? Russia. Y'all know what they use fertilizer for? Um, well, to grow the food that we eat and to grow the food that the animals that we eat eat. You don't want to think about what it's going to be like if that kicks in. I'm just saying. You don't want to think about what it would be like if that kicks in. And you know who doesn't care? Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, Barack Obama, Valerie Jarrett, Susan Rice, Ron Klain. I mean, you know, how far down the Liz Cheney? 
Adam Kenzinger. How far you want to take it? There's some other names I could say. There are some other names I could say. I um I, I I haven't even scratched the surface. I'll give you one more. Hang on. I haven't even scratched the surface. Uh, Biden's Treasury Secretary, Janet Yellen. I don't want to make a prediction uh, exactly as to what's going to happen in the second half of the year. You know, we're likely to see another year in which 12-month inflation numbers remain very uncomfortably high. No, 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 no. That couldn't be because Biden says it's going to go back down. How can the Treasury Secretary say the inflation numbers are going to be remain uncomfortably high, but Biden says it's going to go back down. Now, not uncomfortable for Biden, not uncomfortable for Kamala Harris. No, not at all. By the way, a mainstream media reporter asked Kamala Harris when this unprecedented inflation is going to be going back down. She's doing a press conference. Pardon me. She's doing a press conference with the president of Poland. And a mainstream media reporter asked her when Americans could expect this unprecedented inflation to go back down. And her answer was really quite remarkable. It's one for the ages, and I'll, I'll get that for you in just just about two minutes. Um, we're blessed. We're blessed to have advertisers who allow us to do what we do. And I want to tell you about a couple of them here real quick. Okay, first of all, if you try to buy a car recently, Realize there's such a chip shortage, you may have a hard time finding what you're looking for. People I know have actually bought vehicles from hundreds of miles away from where they live. That's where Red River Your Way comes in. Red River Your Way is a big old car dealership in the middle of the USA that believes in freedom, including the freedom to buy a car, truck, van, or SUV the way you want to. You can buy online, and they'll drive it to you no matter where you are. Red River Your Way wants to make your car buying experience as easy and transparent as possible. That's why they've added technology to their website that puts you in complete control of your payment options and allows you to complete the entire purchase process online. But don't worry. Red River experts are still right here to help you every step of the way if you have any questions. Red River makes it so easy. As you browse their selection, you'll see each vehicle has a button on it that says Explore Payment Options. Clicking that guides you through a few easy questions that then create personalized payment options that you have full control over. All you have to do is adjust your preferences, and all the math happens automatically so you can figure out what monthly payment works best for your budget. Red River Your Way makes car buying online easy. Your whole car buying process is completely transparent, if you want to buy a car, truck, van, or SUV, 
Order online from the nationwide car dealer that believes in freedom, the dealer that will deliver your vehicle to your front door anywhere in the continental United States, no matter where you live. RedRiverYourWay.com. You will be glad you did. Now, let me ask something, because we always talk about pushing back against the overreach of the federal government. Are you like most Americans? Did Obamacare, the so-called Affordable Care Act, make your health care more expensive? Does your health insurance premium feel like a second mortgage? Does your sky-high deductible prevent you from going to the doctor? Do your sky-high co-pays keep you from going to the doctor? If you answered yes to any of those questions, I have a wonderful website for you, myfamilyhealthplan.com. When you go on myfamilyhealthplan.com, First thing you see is the big bold letters, affordable plans. Then it says, save 30 to 50% on premiums, personalized health coverage, low to no deductible, no co-pays. Big, beautiful red button says, schedule call now. You click that button. You book a free consultation with my buddy, Art Wilborn, and he makes sure there are no gaps in your coverage. Also, make sure your personalized health coverage gives you a plan. doesn't force you to cover awful things like abortion that will violate your deeply held religious beliefs like some of those Obamacare plans. Again, the website, myfamilyhealthplan.com. Affordable plans, save 30 to 50% on premiums, personalized health coverage, low to no deductible, no copays. Click the big red beautiful button, schedule call now. Get your free consultation with Art Wilborn, and he'll make sure there are no gaps in your coverage. Save money on your insurance at myfamilyhealthplan.com. All right, now, press conference, vice president. Well, I guess if I can't call Biden president, I can't really call Kamala vice president because they stole it. Okay, usurper Kamala Harris gets the question from a mainstream media reporter about the unprecedented unprecedented inflation and when can Americans expect it to go back down and um, she does something quite remarkable but also quite infuriating she ignores the question and pretends that the reporter asked something completely unrelated. It's about nine seconds of pause between the end of the question and when she starts talking. As soon as the question is over, she looks at the Polish president, even though the question was for her about what's going on in our country. She looks at the Polish president like, you want to take this or do you want me to? Is it okay if I answer it? It's remarkable. I don't think I've ever seen an elected politician, stolen election or not, who is this stupid and also showing this much disdain for Americans, for people who are trying to make a living. Let's check it out. Here's the mainstream media reporter. If I can ask you, Madam Vice President, 
President Biden has said that Americans will feel some pain for the sake of defending freedom and liberty, but there does seem to be no end game in sight. How long should Americans expect? How long should we be bracing for um, this really sort of um, historic inflation and some unprecedented gas prices? 1,001, 1,002, 1,003, 1,004. 1,005, 1,006, 1,007. In terms of uh, the discussions that the President Johannes and I had, uh, they ranged in subject, including the issue of the Black Sea, and I'll let him explain in more detail as he would like. Uh, but we are, again, fully aware and apprised because we are in constant communication with the President, with his administration here, about the concerns that they have about the entire region and frankly the vulnerability all you have to do is look at the map can you believe that the reporter's asking he said there doesn't seem to be any end game in sight for the inflation going back down so how long should americans be prepared to deal with that she's like okay well i'm going to talk about what's going on over here They hate you. They hate you. They hate you and they hate me. So let me remind you again. I have a couple of fellows coming on the show. Wednesday we'll do it on time, on time, 11 a.m. Central, to talk about the idea of the 28th Amendment, which apparently does not have to go through Congress. It'll be kind of like, well, I'll let them explain it better than I could. But it would be a way to recall the president and vice president simultaneously. Now, she didn't know where she was. She didn't know where she was, which is why she said this. I am here, standing here on the northern flank, on the eastern flank, talking about what we have in terms of the eastern flank and our NATO allies and what is at stake at this very moment. So, I remember Osama bin Laden believed that one of the reasons that Barack Obama's enemies would not want anything to happen to him is because, God forbid, Biden becomes president. Okay? Now... I've even heard Republicans like uh, Senator Tom Cotton from Arkansas say, well, you don't want to impeach Biden because look look who you got next, her. I mean, as if impeachment could remove somebody from office. It never has. Probably never will. Again, we're not fighting against flesh and blood, y'all but against spiritual principalities and powers in high places, they want you to believe that the dementia patient and the cackler actually got 81 million votes. They want you to believe that. And by they, I'm not just talking about Democrats. No, no. Some rhinos want you to believe it too. 
Anybody remember uh, William Barr, Trump's attorney general that we thought was actually going to do something about the uh, corruption? Anybody remember him? So William Barr was on with uh, Jake Tapper on CNN. And, uh, you know, I don't enjoy sharing this kind of stuff with you. It's maddening. It's infuriating. They're lying. I was going to say they know they're lying, but sometimes men deceive and are simultaneously being deceived. Remember what uh, George Costanza told Jerry Seinfeld? It's not a lie if you believe it, Jerry. I think some people are so given over to a spirit of deception that they really believe their own lies. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, y'all. Spiritual powers, principalities in high places. Jake Tapper, CNN, former Attorney General William Barr. You write that Rudy Giuliani will quote, you say nice things about him too, well, I'll, I'll, but you say he will go down as a man who helped President Trump get himself impeached, not once, but as it turned out, twice. Can you elaborate? Yeah, I think I think this this uh, thing that uh, was done in Ukraine to get the Ukrainians to investigate uh, Biden was a was a silly stunt, and uh, Giuliani was deeply involved and and obviously uh, played a major role in that activity. And I thought that that had no upside and only downside, and was stupid. Uh, and then later on, after the election, he was one of the uh, key figures with this, uh, the election was stolen. Do you think he believes it? I mean, Giuliani? Yeah, I mean, because it's just nonsensical claims, as you point out, because you and the Justice Department looked into them. I mean, you went through to make sure that you weren't missing anything. Do you think that these people believe these claims? Uh, I don't know. I really can't get into their mind. Uh, I think I think some don't really care. They think it's the proper, you know, it's a it's a convenient posture to be in. But I I will say that the people who were telling this to the president were so aggressive and they're so certain about what they're saying that sometimes I pause and said, you know, what am I missing? You know, why are these people so certain? But it was all bogus. So Jake Tapper says it's nonsensical. Barr says it's bogus. And yet the evidence is obvious. You know they're lying. So how can they not know they're lying? Barr didn't look into anything. Wasn't he the guy that told the state attorneys general not to look into anything also? You know, back when Trump used to say, They hate me because they hate you. It's not really about me. It's about you. He upset the apple cart. The people who wanted the forever wars, all of a sudden he comes up with the Abraham Accords and all that stuff. No, no. No, no. No, no. They don't want any of that. If you think... That they stole the election, that they impeached him twice because they didn't like the mean tweets, you're missing it. You're missing it. 
It's about the Great Reset. It's about trying to take away our freedom and our liberty. World, um, World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, said before they even stole the election from Trump, the year 2030, you won't own anything, you won't have any privacy, but you'll be happier than ever. That's the plan. Now, I think members of Congress should be doing something about this. Most of them are not. But state governors can sure push back. Now, the current governor of Arkansas would never push back. Aza Hodgson, never, never. And one of the people running for the Republican nomination for governor of Arkansas, because he's term limited, he can't run again, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, who said Aza's been doing such a great job, she would also never push back. Just like her dad didn't push back. The other person running for the Republican nomination for governor of Arkansas that's me, Doc Washburn. I will push back. There's a state senator named uh, Gary Stubblefield. Had a bill called the Arkansas Sovereignty Bill, which would have made it a crime for anyone in law enforcement in Arkansas to assist federal agents in trying to enforce unconstitutional federal dictates. Oh, my goodness. Your governor about had a cow on that one. No, no, we can't do that, man. We got we to gotta roll over for the feds. Forget that 10th Amendment, the U.S. Constitution. No, 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 no. The feds control everything, as far as Asia was concerned. Again, y'all. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. Against spiritual powers and principalities. That's right. That's right. All right, let me uh, let me give you some more. Let me give you some more. We got some more audio here. This next one. He warned us, didn't he? Donald Trump running for re-election. We have more oil than anybody, okay? And it's uh, an incredible thing that have had. it's happened over the last few years, a lot of great things, and you're paying, what, $2 a gallon for your gasoline? That's okay. You know what that's like? That's like a tax cut. That's bigger than a tax cut. If Biden got in, you'd be paying $7, $8, $9. Didn't they say, get rid of your car? It's exactly what happened, isn't it? Exactly what happened. Biden promised to get rid of fossil fuels. Now, he's going to still be shepherded around in big old SUVs, gas hogging SUVs, for the rest of his life, right? He sure is. But he wants to make it he wants to make it impossible for you and me to be able to afford it. You know what I'm saying? So, anyway. 
Anyway. Trump warned. We knew. We voted for him in unprecedented numbers. And they stole it. And the people who said they didn't steal steal it are, are, are lying. Who remembers a guy named Beto O'Rourke? Beto O'Rourke. He was a congressman from El Paso, Texas. His real name is Robert Francis O'Rourke. He tried to appropriate some uh, Hispanic culture. And he ran for U.S. Senate. He challenged Ted Cruz. He was a Democrat, and Ted Cruz beat him. And now he's running for governor. Oh, he's running for president for a little while, a Democrat. Now he's running for governor. And you just won't believe. You just won't believe what Beta O'Rourke told a room full of people about critical race theory. Uh, he lied about it. Oh, yeah, they don't teach it in the public schools. No, just Congress, just, uh, just college. And I think you and I probably are both on the same page as well. Um, we, we don't uh, see CRT being taught in our schools right now. It is, it's a course that is taught in law school. It should be taught. No, I don't think it should be taught in, in our schools. Yeah. But of course it is. Of course it is. Now, we got an attorney general of the state of Arkansas who's running for lieutenant governor, Leslie Rutledge, said she kept critical race theory out of public schools in Arkansas. No, she didn't. It's being taught. Now, some interesting comments about Beto O'Rourke saying it's not taught in schools and it shouldn't be taught in schools. The man principally responsible for publicizing critical race theory and how horrible it is is a guy named Christopher F. Rufo. He says Beto O'Rourke becomes the first prominent Democrat to flip against critical race theory. He says, I don't think it should be taught in our schools. Christopher Rufo says Beto is a shameless flip-flopper, but the lesson is clear. Critical race theory is toxic with voters, and the Democrats' polling on culture war issues has collapsed. Conservatives must go on offense, make the opposition defend critical race theory, and bash them through the midterms. Beto has given Republicans a gift. They can now say even Beto O'Rourke says critical race theory shouldn't be taught in schools. Exactly. Exactly. Now, again, he'll do or say anything to get elected. Beto O'Rourke will do or say anything to get elected. Uh, James Lindsay, former intellectual, out there on Twitter says, messaging going to flip. Democrats speaking out against critical race theory now is good, but not enough. They must publicly commit to shutting down and defunding all diversity, equity, and inclusion offices and programs. But they won't. That'll never happen. They just rename it. They just uh, rebrand it, bring it back under a different name. 
That's what's up. That's what's up. Somebody said on the Podbean app, what should be taught in schools? How about reading, writing, and arithmetic? How about history? How about civics? How about actual science? See, too much indoctrination goes on and not enough real learning goes on. You know what I'm saying? Too much indoctrination and not enough real learning goes on. When you can show a picture of Adolf Hitler to a college graduate and the person doesn't know who that is, then we got a problem. We got a problem. They don't want us to know. They don't want us to know. See, because because I'm 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 answering this person. I'm saying do a search for classical education. See, people who don't learn from their history are doomed to repeat it. And they don't want us to know. How many young people coming through public school think that there's nothing negative about the idea? Yeah, D, D says you can show a world map. People can't pick out Russia and Ukraine, right? How many people, kids coming up through public school, have no idea there's not there's something wrong with socialism, communism, right? Right. I mean, Barack Obama actually mispronounced the name of the United States president. You ever heard of Rutherford B. Hayes? I think he was 17th president. No, no, not 17th. Lincoln was 16th. Andrew Johnson was 17th. I think Hayes might have been 18th or 19th. Anyway, Obama called him Rutherford B. Hayes. He had no idea. Had no idea. So did you hear that there's a big a big increase in the budget for the Capitol Hill police? Oh yes, children. The Capitol Hill police, some of whom some of whom attacked peaceful protesters because they were pro-Trump. They're getting a big, big increase in their budget. And again, some of these guys are pretty violent. 
but their budget goes up from $375 million a year to $602 million a year. Now that's uh, that's horrible. That's horrible. And they're starting to open up uh, field offices out way nowhere near Washington D.C. The Capitol Police. Just so you know. Just so you know. Now. There is a uh, topic I tried to address the other day. About the undercover video from Project Veritas. And I don't know how well I did, but I do know that my buddy, Robert Spencer. Whom I've known for many, many years, the guy that does Jihad Watch. He also writes over Front Page Mag and he's got a new article out confirmed there was no January 6th insurrection. And i got to share that with you. But again, we are so blessed to have advertisers on the Doc Washburn Show. Because they allow us to do what we do. One of them is my friend Justin Minton. That's M-I-N-T-O-N, Minton and Benton. Justin's a former insurance adjuster. We left the insurance industry. Left the insurance industry to become a private lawyer. Founded the mental law firm to help injured people fight against powerful insurance companies and corporations. Really helped me out when I was in two automobile accidents back in 2019. He's really helping me out in the most recent one from December 2021, which I, when I was rear-ended at full speed on Colonel Glen Road in Little Rock. Now the mental law firm has a great team of lawyers including the 2016 Trial Lawyer of the Year and the 2016 Outstanding Young Lawyer of the Year. The insurance companies take Justin Minton and his team of lawyers seriously because they know they can and will take your case to trial if need be. So, whether you want to go to trial or settle out of court, it's a really good idea to have a knowledgeable trial attorney on your side. Justin's team aims to bring justice to clients who have been injured and need somebody to stand up for them. No matter what the injury, Justin Menton makes sure the mental law firm always works hard for you. So whether you're hurt in a car wreck, hurt on the job, or you, a loved one, is suffering from the carelessness of another, if you're in Arkansas, Justin Menton Law, M-I-N-T-O-N, Menton and Benton, is here to help you. Just call the Menton Law Firm, 501-943-4195, or visit JustinMentonLaw.com today. All right, now let me ask you something. You suffering with migraines, neck pain, back pain, vertigo, eczema, blood problems, your blood sugar goofed up? All right, let me ask you something else. Look in the mirror. Does one eye look bigger than the other? Are your eyes off balance? Are your shoulders off balance? Look at a picture of yourself. Whether you're standing or sitting, do you naturally lean in one direction or the other? If the answer to any of these questions is yes, you probably need to get your atlas adjusted. That's how I got rid of my migraines and neck pain. How does that work, you may ask? Well, I'll tell you. Your skull weighs anywhere from 8 to 15 pounds. It rests on the top bone of your spinal column. 
the Atlas, which only weighs two ounces. So it's really easy for your Atlas to get out of alignment. If it does, your whole spinal column can get kinked up like a chain, restricting your central nervous system's ability to send impulses to the rest of your body. It can affect your respiratory system, your circulatory system, your reproductive system, your digestive system. And yes, it can cause migraines, neck pain, back pain, vertigo, problems with your blood sugar, even eczema. Do yourself a favor. Call my friends at the Arkansas Upper Cervical Center, 501-279-2009, for a free consultation to see if you need to get your atlas adjusted. Now, that's if you're in central Arkansas. If you're outside central Arkansas and you're like, man, how do I find somebody like that close to me? Go to their website, turnmypoweron.com. Look at the tab that says, find a doctor near you. Turnmypoweron.com. You'll be glad you did. Robert Spencer, Front Page Magazine. Frontpagemag.com. Article confirmed there was no January 6th insurrection. And he says the real journalists today aren't working in propaganda mills such as New York Times and CNN. The real journalists, the indefatigable hunters for truth of myth and legend, live on today in groups such as James O'Keefe's Project Veritas. Feared and hated by the establishment media that it exposes for what it really is and really isn't, in other words, a genuine news source, Project Veritas scores coup after coup by getting establishment so-called journalists talking and recording what they say. This time, New York Times national security correspondent Matthew Rosenberg has inadvertently blown the cover off the entire January 6th insurrection hoax, confirming what we knew all along but couldn't say over the din of media lies There was no insurrection. There was hardly even a disturbance. The entire January 6th narrative is a Democrat Party slash media fiction. Rosenberg was caught on video saying everything that patriots have long suspected about January 6th and much more. He acknowledges that, quote, there were a ton of FBI informants among the people who attacked the Capitol, unquote. In these days of a rogue partisan FBI that aided in efforts to frame a duly elected president of the United States for collusion with Russia when no collusion in fact took place, that isn't at all hard to believe. The entire Washington establishment was dead set against Donald Trump and determined to destroy his presidency, and the FBI is an integral cog in that Washington machine. As Project Veritas notes in acknowledging this, New York Times reporter Matthew Rosenberg contradicted his own report in which he dismissed the idea that FBI informants were among the protesters as a reimagining of January 6th. Project Veritas also caught Rosenberg saying that January 6th was, quote, not a big deal as they, the media, are making it because they were making too big a deal. They were making this an organized thing that it wasn't, unquote. However, as recently as January 6, 2022, the first anniversary of the insurrection that wasn't. Rosenberg was one of three New York Times writers credited with an article entitled 
The next big lies. January 6th was no big deal or a left-wing plot. In that piece, Rosenberg, along with fellow propagandists Jim Rutenberg and Matthew M. Grinbaum, wrote, quote, Over the last year, that same self-nourishing loop, connecting the extremely online Trumpian grassroots to close Trump allies with national soapboxes, and finally to the former president himself plotting his comeback from Palm Beach exile, has circulated a furious array of rumor, innuendo, partial facts, and outright lies to fill the right-wing media with alternative narratives of the first interruption in the peaceful transfer of power in American history, unquote. Rumor, innuendo, partial facts, and outright lies, such as the assertion that January 6th wasn't really an insurrection, which Rosenberg is now on record admitting. According to James O'Keefe, Project Veritas, this New York Times article was written around the same time he was making contradictory statements to a Project Veritas undercover reporter. In his conversation with the undercover Project Veritas operative, Rosenberg dismissed the idea that January 6th was the terrorist rampage of Letcha Smith. He said, quote, It was like me and two other colleagues who were there outside and we are just having fun. I know I'm supposed to be traumatized, but like all these colleagues who are in the Capitol building and are like, Oh my God, it was so scary. And I'm like, blank off. He adds, I'm like, come on, it's not the kind of place I can tell someone to man up but I kind of want to be like, dude, come on, you are not in any danger. These blank little dweebs who keep on going, who keep going on about their trauma, shut the blank up, they're blank, blank. Robert Spencer says they're worse than that. They're authoritarian propagandists who embody David Horowitz's adage, inside every progressive is a totalitarian screaming to get out. They're engaged in a large-scale attempt to stigmatize and ultimately criminalize all dissent from the leftist agenda. That, in fact, makes them the real insurrectionists. And if future free people write the history of the United States, they will be recognized as such. Matthew Rosenberg himself would have been among them, but now, with one unguarded conversation, he has done a great deal to blow their cover and destroy their whole endeavor we can only hope. It's Robert Spencer, purveyor of the website Jihad Watch and author of 23 books, including many bestsellers, such as The Politically Incorrect Guide to Islam and the Crusades, The Truth About Muhammad, uh, and The History of Jihad. His latest book is The Critical Koran. Robert Spencer, frontpagemag.com. Article entitled, Confirmed, there was no January 6th insurrection. How about them apples? That makes life difficult for people like um, Liz Cheney and one of his biggest fans, U.S. Representative French Hill. Central Arkansas. Yeah, here it is, here it is, here it is. Republican Senator Jim Risch, Idaho, charged during a press conference on Wednesday that not only is the Biden regime allowing Russia to work with Iran on a nuclear deal, is allowing our two adversaries to negotiate together behind closed doors 
with no American negotiators present. Senator Risch said, It's absolutely stunning that this deal is being negotiated by two of our worst enemies on the planet. You've got the Iranians and the Russians. They won't even let the Americans in the room. Senator Risch advised the Biden administration to walk away from the deal. He said, This is not right. We should walk. News of Russia's inclusion in the negotiations came after the U.S. and its European allies imposed sanctions on Russia for invading Ukraine. Senator Risch said, Mr. President, well, you shouldn't call him that, sir, but anyway, he's the usurper. You're the only one in America doing business with the Russians. Stop doing business with the Russians. He slammed his hand on the podium. Don't have them negotiating for us. Walk on this deal. See, it's, it's, uh, it's kabuki theater. Yeah, we're shutting off this from the Russians. We're shutting off that from the Russians. But we're letting the Russians negotiate for us with the Iranians. You believe this stuff? Imagine what uh, the plans really are of the Great Reset operators, the people who are pulling Biden's and Kamala's strings. That was, by the way, from uh, an article from American Greatness, written by Deborah Hine. Another American Greatness article, Eric Lindrum, says, Disney CEO criticizes Florida bill to ban sexually explicit curriculum for kids pre-K through third grade. About done with Disney, I guess. Children... Children, there's so much. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki was on a Zoom call with like 30 TikTok influencers, people who dance around and act silly on TikTok. And she told them that Russia hacked our U.S. presidential election in 2016. Well, that's fake news. Where are the fact checkers? Patrick Halley over at National File, article entitled Spending Bill Includes Gun Control Passages That Can Lead to Potential Criminal Investigations of Potential Gun Buyers. Second Amendment supporters are scrambling to stop the gun control passages. Buried in the text of the latest Washington omnibus spending bill, which passed the U.S. House of Representatives and then sadly passed the U.S. Senate to advance to the desk of Joe Biden's White House handlers. A major pro-Second Amendment advocacy group is leading the charge to highlight the Barry gun control passages in the more than $1.5 trillion bill. The bill reportedly finances the ATF to facilitate a big Democrat cause using local law enforcement to enforce the gun-grabbing laws of the federal government and to criminally investigate people who fail ridiculous background checks. Check out the section on how the background check system is going to be used to target potential gun buyers if the bill passes. Look at the Section 925B, Reporting of Background Check Denials to State Authorities. Gun Owners of America stated before the Democrat-controlled Senate passed a bill on Thursday evening. Yes, yesterday, under the cover of darkness, Congressional Democrats released a 2,741-page bill, government funding bill, at 1.30 a.m., Gun Owners of America rushed to analyze the bill, found the gun control 
buried on pages 2207 to 2213, and alerted our grassroots activists to take action. Despite our best efforts, the gun control passed 260 to 171 with the support of 39 Republicans later that same day at 10 p.m. Government funding will likely be extended until March 15th, so we have five days maximum to defeat the gun control in the Senate. Gun Owners America explained this year's government appropriations bill includes two major gun control restrictions. Sections 1101-1102 of the bill are known as the NICS Denial Notification Act to make the existing background check system even worse. As you may well know, the current NICS background check system is broken beyond belief. Nine out of ten times when someone is denied a gun purchase by the NICS system, it's a law-abiding citizen who was wrongly denied their right to purchase a firearm. Because the vast majority of NICS denials each year are false positives, the government gets less than a few dozen convictions a prohibited person stupid enough to try to buy a gun at a gun store. Even so, Congress seems intent on passing the NICS Denial Notification Act, which instructs ATF to help local law enforcement launch criminal investigations into each NICS denial, including all false positive denials. So if this passes, you better hope the NICS system doesn't falsely deny your next gun purchase. Additionally, the government spending bills, Section 1103, also contains funding for ATF to begin deputizing local law enforcement officers to enforce federal gun control laws. See, that's exactly what Senator Stubblefield, Arkansas State Legislature, was trying to head off of the past, pass a law against that in Arkansas. And Governor Hutchinson didn't want him to. Governor Hutchinson is not a Second Amendment guy. He's a gun control guy. And Sarah Huckabee Sanders, my opponent, thinks he's been doing a good job. I guess she's a gun control candidate also. Not Second Amendment, that's for sure. ATF can also appoint local government attorneys to help prosecute the enforcement of this gun control as well. This runs in direct contradiction to the Second Amendment sanctuary laws that gun owners, gun owners of America have been pushing around the country at the state and local level. States like Missouri and Idaho have passed the strongest Second Amendment protection laws, which prohibit funding for gun control and or include criminal or civil penalties for government agencies and or agencies that enforce unconstitutional gun control. More than a dozen other states have similar statutes, and yet Congress is facilitating the enforcement of federal gun laws with local ATF deputies. So that's what Gun Owners America is saying. They also pointed out the 39 traitorous or confused Republican congressmen who voted to pass the spending bill, which will push the gun control cause forward. The congressmen include Adam Kinzinger of Illinois, Diaz Ballart of Florida, Cole of Oklahoma, Amadai of Nevada, Bice of Oklahoma, Brady of Texas, Calvert of California, Carl of Alabama, Carter of Texas, Herrera Butler of Washington State, Fitzpatrick of Pennsylvania, Fleischman of Tennessee, Garcia of California, Jimenez of Florida, Gonzalez of Texas, Henson of Iowa, Gonzalez of Ohio, Catco of New York, Granger of Texas, Joyce of Ohio, Young Kim of California, Simpson of Idaho. Meyer of Michigan, Malia Takas of New York, McCall of Texas, Miller Meeks of Iowa, 
Newhouse of Washington, Reed of New York, Reschenthaler of Pennsylvania, Rogers of Kentucky, Rutherford of Florida, Salazar of Florida, Sessions of Texas, Valadeo of California, Steele of California, Turner of Ohio, Upton of Michigan, Young of Alaska, and Steve Womack of Arkansas voted for this gun control bill. It's jacked up, y'all. That's totally jacked up. But, again, I don't want you to ever say, why didn't you tell us? Why didn't you warn us? By the way, Russians reportedly bringing biochem weapons suits into Ukraine, according to an anonymous U.S. official talking to Martha Raddatz over at ABC News. How about that? Who would have thunk it? Who would have thunk it? Now, you know, one of my favorite things that we do on the Doc Washburn Show, better put my headphones back on. Oh, yeah. It's that time. Time to hit it, Brian. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. It's the Doc Washburn Show Tweet of the Day. Yo, 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 brought to you by RedRiverYourWay.com. Big old car dealership in the middle of the USA. Believes in freedom, including the freedom for you to buy the car, truck, van, or SUV the way you want to online. Have it delivered to your front door anywhere in the continental United States. Tweet of the Day. In light of Jussie Smollett being sentenced to 150 days in jail, he should have gotten 15 years for trying to set off a race riot all over his country. Lying. Lying. Fake hate crime. Fake hate crime. Jussie Smollett gets just over four months in jail as Empire Star slams sentencing for staging racist homophobic t- attack. He staged the attack on himself. Fake hate crime. So, in light of all that, the great Kurt Schlichter, retired Colonel Kurt Schlichter, says on Twitter, tweet of the day, remember that Jussie Smollett would have allowed somebody to go to jail for decades knowing that person committed no crime just because he was white and because Jussie Smollett wanted to Attention. He wanted attention. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. Joe Biden goes to a Philadelphia elementary school Two days after the city dropped mask mandates in the classroom, the little kids are forced to wear masks around Joe Biden. And he tells nine-year-old girls with masks on, no serious guys till you're 30 years old. He's such a perv. He always does that with little girls. He's such a perv. Always getting hugs. Yeah, UK Daily Mail's got the whole thing. 
You didn't, you didn't hear about this anywhere, did you? See, you know, Fox News pretends that they're very conservative. Oh, fair and balanced, but they're conservative. They don't ever talk about this kind of stuff. They don't let you know what Biden's really doing. They don't tell you. They don't want you to know. Because then it might remind you of the fact that there's no possible way on earth he could have actually been elected president. Columbus police officer who shot and killed 16-year-old Makia Bryant last year has been cleared of any criminal wrongdoing, according to Ohio prosecutors. You remember this one? Makia Bryant was killed in April of last year by Columbus, Ohio, police officer Nicholas Reardon as she swung a knife at a young woman just seconds after pushing another woman to the ground. Now, she wasn't really swinging the knife. She was in the process of trying to jab it into the woman. Now, I remember this because the media made a big deal out of it. And um, because the people fighting happened to be black, the cop happened to be white, he saved the black girl's life. But that wasn't good enough for LeBron James, who threatened him on social media. Y'all remember that? Said justice is going to be coming for him. Y'all remember that? He didn't do anything wrong, man. Didn't do anything wrong. Saved a girl's life. LeBron James ever apologized to this guy? Yeah, I didn't think so. I didn't think so. So listen, when um, if your child comes home, say 11, 10, 11, 12 years old, and says stuff like, some comes home from school, says some stuff like, everyone has a right to love whoever they want, no matter what their gender, and be whoever they want. That's indoctrination. Kids don't talk that way unless they're instructed to. Right? That's indoctrination. Another reason why I insist you let me governor, I'm do everything I can to get closed circuit security camera in every public school classroom. School choice, let the money follow the child, not the school. Put the curriculum online. Because we're not protecting our children from people who would indoctrinate them into worldviews that are anathema to us. We're not protecting our children. Why is that? Because we're lazy? I don't know. But it's time we start And it's never going to happen if you elect a rhino to be governor of Arkansas. It's never going to happen. We have to stop. We have to prevent electing the candidate who would assuredly give us a third Hutchinson term, a third Huckabee term. 
all kinds of horrific abuse going on in nursing homes. And it's been going on in nursing homes going back to the 90s at least. I don't know how much before that. One governor after another did nothing about it. Huckabee, Beebe, Hutchinson, nothing about it. You like me, I will. For real, I will. All right, you've been listening to episode 106 of the all-new Doc Washburn Show. The views and opinions expressed on the Doc Washburn Show do not necessarily reflect those of our advertisers, but they love us and we love them. Today's program has been produced by Tim Terrible, directed by Mick Messy. This has been a terribly messy production. Portions of today's show will be taken overseas and dropped. If you'd like a transcript of today's episode of the all-new Doc Washburn Show, simply peel the roof off a Rolls-Royce panel truck and send it to Mansur's Computer Solutions, 7th floor of the Ephemeral B. Smoot Building, Whitehall, Arkansas, in care of Sheriff Mansur Sempier X. Well, that's the way it is. Saturday, March 12, 2022.